Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' get you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Three relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. What's going on? It's your boy King Dex here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. We are so happy to have you guys with us today. But first, how we doing, gentlemen? Jeez, hey, what's good, everybody? I'm in here. Hey, it's Mr. Jen out here. Yeah. Cigar in your hand, too. Yeah. You're doing it big on a Sunday afternoon. Man, with a nice little espresso. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's real bougie. So who we got with us, gent? Yeah, Jeezy, we were really happy to have uh, this particular guest at the table. And uh, her name is Flojo. And we're not talking about, she's a runner, she's a track star. Flojo, we talking about actress, model, writer, creative director. We're talking about a woman that wears a whole bunch of hats. She's also the creative mind behind her own company called Flowductions. That's a smooth name. Uh, And... What I really enjoyed about getting her on is her passion, passion to tell stories. And you know we love a good story. I'm really impressed on what she's doing right now. And so great to have her on. But if I was able to ask a question to kind of start this off before we dive into our topic, Flojo, what specifically sets you apart from other either actresses or other creative directors. But I'm really big on speaking things into existence. So anything that I say that I'm going to do is going to happen regardless. So I think that's the difference between me and anybody else. So you talk that shit. Slow Joe will be my second wife. Slow Joe will be my second wife. Oh, I'm just talking it into You trying to talk it into being respect, respect. You sounded like you was rubbing a lamp and expecting the genie to make that wish. But at the end of the day, we'll see how we'll see how it flows. Um, so what what are you excited about, Flo Joe? What's what gets you up these days? Uh, and uh, talking about future projects or what you know something that you're super passionate about. Yes, I'm very ex- Well, anything that I do nowadays is something that I love doing. Like, if it's not love for it, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I a couple years ago, I quit my job because I just didn't like doing it. Um, and I started doing the acting, which is something that I love doing. Like, I can be on set 20 hours straight and I'll be good. Like, I love being on set. Um, one thing that not a lot of people know about me is I really want to be a Marvel superhero. Like, that's my big thing. So, <laughs> that's the, like, I, I just love it. I love it. I do gun training, stunt training. I do, you know, martial arts, stuff like that. So it's something that I love doing. Not everybody thinks that I like doing it because I'm very girly. But at the same time, I still have that side to me. So anything that that makes me excited to get up in the morning, that's what I want to do. I don't want to do anything else. Hello, Joe, what's your superpower going to be? I was just going (laughs) to ask that. I was just going to ask that. You know what? There is a character named Firebird from the Marvel Yeah, I know about it. She's Spanish, and she's you know she's she's sexy. She does the fire thing. Like I think I I can be her. I can play her. She's like the Human Torch, but just female. That's all it is. But female, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But she's like cute at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But she can kick ass. You know, she got spandex <laughs> on and some it look like booty shorts. Yeah, she's sexy with it. I mean, what are we getting into tonight? There's this TikToker uh, at Diamond Fierce One, and she started this trend creating. <laughs> 
these videos of things women are going to hate her for saying. So she's basically giving some insight into the shit that women do, trying to help us men out. And, and I believe what her goal really is, is trying to hold women accountable. So we're going to touch on, she made a whole thing of this. I think she went as far as to 36 tips. No way we're getting into all of those, but I did highlight a few of them. And I said, we have some fun with one of the first things that she said was, and again, this is something we've discussed in detail on a podcast before. She confirmed for us that nice guys do, in fact, finish last. So I'd love to hear, you know, Flojo's opinion on that. Can a man be too nice? Can a man be too nice? Yeah, too nice. Oh, yeah. Too nice. Too nice. I don't think so. Well, to me, I think for the, I guess, the evolved people that are dating on purpose for a specific purpose, dating for marriage or a specific thing, I don't think somebody can be too nice because we really want, at the end of the day, we want the chivalry. We want, you know, the romanticism. We want all of that. So I don't think, I don't think you could be too nice if you're dating with a purpose. That That's interesting because mm-hmm. it, her perspective was that, uh, assholes actually get further along in dating and relationships than the guys that are too nice and that women will tend to take advantage of a man for being too nice. In fact, I know many women outside of the, uh, this, this uh, post of hers that uh, find it to be a turnoff when a man is too nice. And you would disagree with that. I disagree. In my opinion, I disagree. I think it's with me I'm very, um, as soon as I see red flags and stuff like that, like because of the relationships that I've been in before, um, as soon as I see something like I'm gone, like I'm, I'm, I did it. Like I'll give you a chance or two, but after we spoke about it, after we communicated about certain things and I'm not with it, like it's a wrap. I can't do it. (laughs) So yeah, that's not me. I would be curious as to why they say or why she thinks that those men get a little bit further along. And I'll tell you why. Because it could be one of two reasons, right? Women enjoy men who are desired by others and men who are aggressive and take charge and control and insert themselves and, and take time from that woman, right? Or give time to that woman. Why can't you be a hybrid car? You know, why can't you be gas and electric? There's no reason that a man cannot be chivalrous, nice per se, and not be a pushover. And we'll mm. check and we'll check a motherfucker if he has to, or we'll be aggressive when when appropriate. Like that will truly be the epitome of what a man is. Because to be honest with you, I think some of the times a woman feels as if a nice guy or a too nice guy can't be aligned to protect, provide, and all this shit. And the reality is you can be both. Listen, though, but like here's the thing. That's not really profound, Gent, because I don't think anybody's ever going to agree with you, right? Because basically what you're saying is, yeah, if you're the nigga that has it all, then you won't have any problems. No shit, nigga. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking talking about if if you're comparing somebody who is predominantly one way versus the nice guy, who's going to finish ahead, right? Yeah, the nigga in the middle has the best of both worlds, so he's always going to finish ahead of the other two. But my point is, Flojo has answered for us, and I think it's really going to depend on the women. I would tell you, I don't think women, just like men, are a monolith, right? And I think that there are, I think there are men who like really timid 
demure women who want to stay at home and raise babies and cook and tend to the garden. Nothing wrong with that. So don't take my, my tone as any issue with that. But like for me, that ain't it. Like, I don't want that. I want a woman who wants for herself, a woman who is ambitious, a woman who wants to accomplish things and whatever interests her. And then when we come together, we got some grown folks shit to, to chop it up over, right? If you ain't doing shit all day, we ain't got nothing to talk about. And you become very uninteresting to me very, very quickly. But I know some, I got, I got homeboys that don't like that. They want their women and I'm being this proverbial way, but right. Barefoot in the kitchen cooking. And she ain't got to be interested as long as she's taking care of the house and it's mm-hmm. to each their own. I think that's the same for women as well. You know, uh, if I believe it depends on where the woman is in her life at the time, I believe a, a lot more mature woman she's more inclined to feel like Flo Joe and say, Hey, I, I, I've been with those bad boys. I've been with that asshole and it leads to nowhere, a nice right. guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. It leads nowhere. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe a, a good dick, but beyond that, not the <laughs> ideal relationship. So mm-hmm. I believe that woman is more inclined to uh, be more accepting of a guy that's quote unquote nice. But when you're young, you're 22, 23, 24, Excitement. 25, that nice guy, I mean, he's boring. You know what I mean? And he's not going to really be able to cut through uh, uh, and, and get in because realistically you find him boring and that nice shit, you know, you can take advantage of it. Therefore, you're not really going to be as engaged with him as you are that guy who's not giving you the attention that you would ideally want. And you, and you find him more interesting because of it. Mm. It's the greatest game. It's been working forever. Y'all. I mean, <laughs> let's keep it real. No, you ain't lying. Why Flojo go? Hmm. Cause, cause Flojo <laughs> probably like, experienced like, that I, shit. When or you know I've, been, I've been learning a lot about the psychology of it as well. And I, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. It depends on mm-hmm. the point that you're in in life. Mm-hmm. You've already done all that. And then when you start learning about why it is that when as as younger as younger people, when people ignore us, why it is that we go back to that. And it's because of the psychology of the mind. When somebody ignores you, feels pain. And then when you get that validation again. It's like a cycle. So once you go grow past that, and once you know exactly what it is that you want, you don't want that anymore. You don't know exactly all those mind games that people are playing, and you don't want to. You don't want to do that at all. So as soon as you see a red flag, you're just like, "I'm done. I'm not doing that." The next person, the nice guy that y'all keep talking about, he's gonna do it for me. So I'm gonna go that route. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I will yeah, say this man. real quick. I'll say this real quick, and I don't think it's 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 a hundred percent related to what we were just saying. But I have a homegirl. I was just having a conversation with in the last couple of days. And she was talking about the fact that when she gets into a relationship, she's she's about 38, 39. She's at a point where life where she's dating for purpose. And she's like, when she gets to talking to these guys that she's meeting online, because that's exactly what everybody does nowadays. She's very honest. She says, look, I I am or I am not entertaining others to try to find the right person for me. All I ask is that if you are, you let me know that. And if you're being intimate with these other folks, that you let me know that. So then we can judge. It doesn't mean we don't grab dinner. It doesn't mean we don't hang out. But we can we can manage our relationship or would-be relationship in a way that's best for us both. So mm-hmm. she wants all the honesty and everything. So she goes up and she, she hangs out with this guy and they get intimate, right? And he subsequently tells her when she comes back, because this is in a city, maybe an hour away from Orlando. When she comes back home, he sends her a text and says, hey, I'm so interested in getting to know you. Just an FYI, tomorrow night, I'm going on a date with another woman. And I want to, I want to, you know, 
because we're not intimate. I mean, we're not we're not exclusive and we may not work out. So I don't want to shut the door on that possible possible opportunity. But I wanted to let you know because I have respect for you. So she, she penalized that nigga. I know she did. Oh, listen, she told me she's like, she's like, clearly, she's like, she's like, clearly I'm not the one from him. And she's like, don't guys. She's already deleted him. And she was like, she's like, because basically she got her feelings hurt. And that's the problem with women. She yeah. got her feelings hurt because she gave up the box. So basically she, he went up there. She went up there. This is the first time they meet. And she gave up the box. They was good. She said it was a great experience. He catered to her. He was great. Treated her like a queen. But what I'm going to tell you is what I didn't tell her. And I will tomorrow when I talk to her. <laughs> he basically, no shit. He experienced you and he decided you weren't good enough for him to stop looking. That's what it yeah, is. Boy, you that's know, as hard. true, as, true as it true. is, bro, that shit that's that's hurt. It hurt, it hurt me. hurt me to hear. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the guy that was honest with her, now he's penalized. Because I'm going to tell you what most niggas would have did. Right? They would have just went on date the other bitch and not said anything. Which is what the fuck he should have done. Right? Mm-hmm. But Because he might go on that date and hate her ass. And now he didn't mess this up. So he played his hand. And realized your friend is even better. He Exactly. You never but he played show your But my point is, he was exactly what she said she wanted. And now he's being penalized. You know what the funny thing is, D, when you started this whole conversation, the first thing I said is, God dang, she is emotionally mature. Um, She's laid her cards out on the table. She has set clear expectations, boundaries, and guidelines. And you know what? I like a woman like that. But then to turn back to like she was 15, boy, I swear to God, she she changed up like a transformer. She was a Decepticon. That's what she wants. You you saw things differently. The moment moment you started sharing the story, I already knew she was lying to herself. Lie to themselves about shit that they don't need to. You know what I've realized a lot with women in dating? They love to say what they'll take. And and they'll love to say how they ideally want it to be. But the moment you try to hold them accountable to that, they really can't handle it because what they truly wanted is not what they're really saying. And How do you feel about women, that flow, Joe? Like what? Like yeah. what? Give me an example. Women want peace oh, of mind. Example. And that's not always yeah. honest. Well, they want stability too. So if they, in their mind, if they're saying, I can't tell you how many times I've heard a woman say, oh, I'm not looking at you. I'm just looking for a friendship or a good vibe. You take them on two good dates and you stick that dick in them. She's talking about, so what are we going to do? Are, are we exclusive? <laughs> Except she starts asking questions that strictly contradict what it is she said she wants. And, and we talking about two weeks in. So you start asking yourself, man, didn't this hoe just say she didn't want me? Like, I mean, we were just being well, friends. We right didn't this hoe just yeah. say, da, 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 this is what it is. I changed my mind. And now I want something different. Do you want that? Yes or no? Going forward, what are we going to do? If that conversation was not, is not had and you continue to do the tit for tat, the going back and forth and just getting angry because he's going out on dates and stuff, that's on you. So, Well, I'd like to <laughs> clarify one that I use the term whole loosely. So we can replace it with women if you want and the, it, there would be no different outcome. The point of the matter is she's saying one thing and the moment she gets a taste of something that she likes, all of a sudden she wants more than what she said and now she's changing the contract. What's wrong with that, though? What's wrong with that? Man. Well, Jeezy, I don't know. To, to, to There's nothing wrong me... with that. I'm telling you now, I want something different. I changed my mind. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay. That's it's a real big, response. You, you say no, this is not what no, I want. She lured me in under false pretenses. <laughs> you, you lured me in under false pretenses. The second date was predicated on the fact that you said you wanted something casual. You know what I'm saying? And then now That's that they got in you and all of a sudden and you look for exclusive. And now it's 
and now it's different, and I'm telling you that it's now we different. Now go together. I don't want that. Okay. Flojo Flo talks just like me. Oh, we we, we fuck twice. We go together. Okay. <laughs> I said. Normally, that's a woman. Flojo's a woman, uh, Jan. I don't know about you, but go ahead. <laughs> Twice, I said a conversation had. Once that conversation is had and you tell me no, then as the respectable woman I am, I'm out. I'm not going to stay there and be in a situation shift. That's not happening. But, I, but listen, but I was, I was okay. this. So, you listen, I, I agree with Flojo, right? I, I think people, I think people have a right to change their mind. I think after the second, third date, you know, first month and a half or so is pretty quick. But I think people have yeah. a right. People are emotional creatures, right? Even though y'all say I don't have emotions, I am. People are emotional yeah. creatures. <laughs> And they, and really, as they get to know someone, they become more familiar with the situation or individual, right? Their feelings change, right? So you, you absolutely as a person have a right for your feelings to evolve about a situation or a person. I think you're right to have that change of mind to flow just when I agree with that. But I think you have to be ready for the consequence that the motherfucker your feelings changed for didn't have that fucking epiphany, right? His feelings haven't changed. His feelings are exactly what he communicated them to be two and a half months ago when you was cool with the casual shit. So you have to know if you're going to be honest about how you feel and that may and how that may impact another person, it may not be in the way that you anticipate or you desire. You know what I mean? And and, and this backfires on men as well, right? So the roles can be reversed where you decide what we're gonna do. And the moment things get to going, um, now the man wants more. Now it's like, damn, pussy's so good. I don't think I wanna share it. You know what I mean? So now he's, he switches it up and things moving on. And this kind of segues into something else that the girl said uh, on the TikTok as far as expecting husband duties from your boyfriend, expecting girlfriend, uh, wife duties from your girlfriend. I think I just, sometimes I just we... about that. <laughs> Did you? What would you say about it? What was your perspective? Stop giving husband access to your partner when he's not your husband. Jen, I'm, I want to. I want you to respond. I just want to say real quick, just to put it in the mind. And listen, I can stay with the titles of boyfriend versus husband and wife versus girlfriend. But can we say there are some things that if you are occupying the time of yeah. a female, and mm-hmm. as a female you are occupying the time mm-hmm. of a man, so like if I have free time and I'm not at the gym and I'm and you know I'm outside of work, I'm not at the gym or hanging out with these two motherfuckers, I'm with you. Then you're getting my time, right? So there are some things that if I come over and you say, I need you, can you fix this for me? Can you do this? I need you to hang this door. I need you to do this. I'm going to do it because I'm a man in your life that's spending time with you, getting to know you. And I don't think it's, and I don't think that's a husbandly duty. The same as if you cook me some dinner or you do something nice for me or sew something up for me or whatever. And I'm doing, I'm being very stereotypical, right? But I'm trying to prove a point. If you do those things for me, I don't, I don't think those are girlfriend or wife duties. I think that's a, you're a woman in my life. I'm getting to know and we cool enough for you to do that stuff for me. I don't think that, I don't think that paints you one way or the other. You know what I mean? Your examples are good examples because those simple uh, are basic they they hold true. Realistically, girl, I'm just fucking to make me dinner. Really, nigga? I mean, you won't call her your girlfriend, but you want her to fix your meals. You know what I mean? And and, and you won't call him your man, but you want the nigga to come over and put up shelves and shit. I don't even fucking like uh building shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just fucking. So I, I I do think that we have to stop doing that because assumed relationships has been a major problem for men from the beginning of time. I think there's a difference of the origin of of how the relationship commences or started, whatever the case may be. So if that relationship was was predicated and started um, on on the sense of a friendship, right, which a lot of relationships start like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, remember the old adage our homeboy said to us, D, 
men get close to women, I'm sorry, to have sex and women get you sex to get close to men. That holds true. Like at the end of the day, if if we're getting close to you and, and typically it's the, by the route of a friendship, you, my friend, um, D or, or GZ. And at the end of the day, if you say, hey, listen, I'm sick, dog. Like I was hoping that you can grab me some groceries because I'm not going to be able to make it out. Like I would I wouldn't have any issue doing that. I wouldn't have no issue doing that for a lady. Right. So at the end right, of the right. day, that's what I'm saying. Say what, if they, you know, what do you do at that point? You just cut the relationship off or like what happens then? If they say no, they no. Yeah. If you think that that's critical to your friendship for that to happen and they say no, you have to cut it off. Let me give you an example to a question. And I'm, I'm going to play off what Jen said. So Jen had to go. I won't even get specific about it. <laughs> Jen had to go get a, a, a medical <laughs> procedure and where he was going to be unable to drive and he was going to be a little loopy. And I took him and I brought him back. Like, that's some stuff I would do it for Jesus. That's the stuff you do for your for your people, for your friends and your family that I didn't expect anything in return. He didn't expect for me to get shit in return other than nigga, I need you to pick me up and take me here and, and, and bring me back home. And I, and I, I think like, these examples are these examples are different because there's no sex involved. Everything changes when you stick the dick in. Point of saying all that I got on that tribe was just point was if I do that, I say a homegirl because we're all heterosexual, at least three of us. All right. If if I'm and I don't know you, I don't know if you are Flojo, but. If you no, are, I saw it in her eyes. She liked it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I think just one. If I'm doing that for my female friend, if I'm doing that for my female friend, when I'm not getting anything from her anyway, then if we get into something different, like why, why does wouldn't it I do why it when it I'm getting a premium now? Like that's what right. I'm saying. If, I'm if getting a premium. You should only do something for motherfuckers if you if you fucking, and that's just not how society works. Again, we're good dudes, and I think we forget that. 15 years ago, y'all y'all were niggas who ain't shit in the streets. And and you're, there are certain things you're not doing for a woman. You're not doing for a woman unless you're gaining something, unless you're getting something that you want from her. And it's not no fucking friendship. It's not conversation and companionship. It's pussy. Let's keep it real. So so a, a lot of what the, the, the uh, benefits that she's reaping, niggas, because you're fucking her. You, you know, the one thing to the, that you can do to avoid this is to match someone's energy. And if you match someone's energy and, mm-hmm. and, and move the way you should, then you will prevent any issues at all. So you ask a hoe to cook you dinner. She's like, no, nigga, I ain't, ain't your girl. I ain't cooking you dinner. I'm not ending it. I'm going to bend you over and fuck you and know that I'm not cooking you dinner either, bitch. And I'm a pretty goddamn good cook. So match someone's energy. Give what they give you. Meet them in the middle. And, and if you do that. that, I think you protect yourself because realistically, no one should be given. We, we, relationships are quid pro quo, give and take. And if someone's taking too much, then that's not a good deal. You know what I mean? So I you got to match someone's energy. I agree. I think that I think those rules kind of apply when somebody's doing too much. And then when you feel like you're doing too much and it's like you're not giving me any anything back, or you're, you're only giving me sex. Like that's not a, yeah. a change for me. But again, boundaries need to be set and expectations need to be set. So I definitely agree. And that's and that's not good for you, right? But there are a lot of people who would love that deal. There are a lot of people who are, hey, man, I got to pick her kids up and take them to school. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I got to pick them up from aftercare, but she let me suck on a titty. Like the, it, mm-hmm. everything, every relationship, all of that shit is different. You put discuss what you want, discuss what you need and you move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, respect. Respect. OK, OK. Um, being too masculine 
is not going to attract a masculine man. When she said this one, she spoke to my heart. I'm tired of all you tough bitches. Y'all so tough. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. So we we get it. We get it. You strong black woman. You don't need a nigga. God damn, we get it, ho. But you, but you're single. You, you're 55, and you say you don't have a man for the last 20 years. You say, huh? Ah, oh, real tough, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> tough people. I don't. I don't oh need. Gosh. I don't need a man. Yeah, hey. The, the three dildos in your nightstand. Say, you kind of do need a man, don't you, ho? Every oh, goddamn man. size and speed. Talk me oh, to death. Well, but so- no, how do you feel about that, uh, uh, Flo Joe? Seriously, because I believe femininity is a, a powerful tool, and a lot of women seem to place it to the side and believe being strong and masculine and, and, and aggressive is what's going to get a man. I have to definitely agree with that. And I, it's something that I had to learn. And so once once I stepped into my feminine power, I found that that's Where more powerful than the masculine. You looking power. very feminine right now. Uh, <laughs> looking very feminine right now. Yeah. Once I stepped into that, like it's something that I had to learn. And the reason why I would say most people or the women, the women that she's talking about, in my opinion, are females that had to be single, that had to do for themselves, and that had to step into that masculine right. power. Right. Once you go into a relationship, you have to learn to shift that and let the man be the man and you take a role. It's not it's not about sexism. It's not about anything like that. But once you step into your feminine power, you know that you can talk to a man in a certain way. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it's a certain way to speak to people. And mm. it's a certain way to have your, your boundaries there and your needs met. And you don't have to talk a certain way in order to get that. If the if the person's not giving you what you need after you communicated it two, three, two or three times, then it's a wrap. You spoke to my okay. heart. I'll tell you that right now. You spoke right to my heart with that. Can I say something to that too? I, so I agree with Flojo said 100%. But what I would say is I think the cause of the actual thing we're talking about is, and I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to say this, dog, a lot of niggas do not take care of their responsibilities. True. And I mean, their kids. They're women. They don't treat her right. They ain't there for the kids. And she has to be that thing that we say we don't want in women, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. kind of piggybacking off Flojo's point, it's not that they necessarily want to be, right? Do you know a yeah. lot of these women who we can claim are masculine women who will come off or present as masculine women when they were kids, when they were teenagers, when they were young girls before the responsibility of the world fell on their shoulders? They wanted a big strapping husband. They wanted a beautiful family. They wanted a nice house, a comfortable living, and then fucking reality hit. And now they got two and a half kids, three kids, right? Nigga ain't around. The daddy's not around to help out. She got to do what she got to do. She don't have time for bullshit or extra quick activities, right? It's working the kids. And I think then she decides, hey, I'm going to put, she's been this way now for seven, eight years, right? The kids are getting older. She has some time. Her name's Bernadette, by the way. God dang, that's an old name, though. Jeez, what is I she? hate that. Is she 65? Is she 65? Back in the game. No, no, no. Nah, she's young. She's about 46. But listen, it's not the point. The point is that she's getting back in the dating market, and now she's going out with these men, right? And she hasn't had the luxury of being feminine in a very yeah. long time. She's had to no, that's, that's a It's great, a learned behavior, that's bro. That's a great example. And that's what happens. Their experiences have changed them, and they have become hardened. And they no longer know how to be feminine. And the way they are now is just the way. I think oftentimes you can point that out to a woman and, and, and she's like, damn, she doesn't even realize how she became this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it, I think it surprises a lot of women because I was saying this to uh, my sister, uh, Jen. I was, I was like, sis, you're too aggressive. 
you, you, the way you talk to a that? man, and, and she was talking to this little guy. She was talking to this man. I said this little guy. She was yeah, yeah, you already tried him too. To this man. <laughs> no, no, but she was talking to this nigga, and she she wanted me to, you know, meet him virtually or over the phone, and she three-wayed him in, and she, the way she was talking to Buddy, so aggressive. I said, you want the man to leave, or you, you want him to stay? Because you're just coming at him so hard. She did that with me you on the last I mean? the last one, and and she took the same approach. I I just but, don't. But know my point of the matter is, she aggressive towards me too. Exactly. She aggressive towards me exactly. as well. She oh, is, it she depends is. on where you're I, from, though. I'm from New York, and yeah. most of most of the girls from New York are like that, and the guys like it. So girls in New York tell you exactly. Suck, suck yeah. my dick. Suck my they dick. Think that's cute, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you know what's funny though, and and I agree with you, right? Because I've always enjoyed a difficult woman. The more I've gotten older, I really hate them hoes. But when I was younger, I enjoyed the challenge of a difficult woman. That's the psych- psychology that I was talking about. Yeah, you know, it is. You yeah. Have, you know, that's that's that stuff that you grow old. Well, you grow out. No, no, no. I could have all these women. Their, their level of difficulty never prevented me from getting in the draws. If that what their goal was, they failed. You know what I'm saying? My point of the matter is they were just more naturally resistant and aggressive. You know what I mean? But the same men that you say like that, I assure you, if they meet a woman that's soft and feminine and knows how to handle them, they would prefer her a hundred times over a hundred. Because I'm not saying a pushover woman or a woman who is a yes woman. Man, I had a bad one. That all she said was yes to everything I said, and I hated her for it. You know what I mean? A man wants a pushback. A man wants to be challenged. But he wants to be challenged respectfully. You know what I mean? And, and, and uh, the, we talked about earlier, and this is what I always say. Everyone wants to be handled in a relationship. They want to be with someone that knows how to handle them to the point where they don't even know they're being handled. The only way that works to me is with a feminine energy. That masculine shit, I mean, it's only one of us with a dick. Why are you talking so big? You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously. He's, he's going and thump that chest, my guy. Okay. I know, man. I mean. Just saying, I just don't understand it. And we both know once I full day ass up in the bedroom you're not so goddamn masculine now he's a fucking pretzel and shit anyways we move on to the next i mean i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly the next one is having accountability or lacking accountability the girl kept it real she said most women lack accountability and they have a problem when a man holds them or attempts oh. to hold them accountable for their inact for their misactions and, and that spoke to my heart i tried to hug the phone but yeah, that shit didn't work <laughs> So you tell me, Flojo, keep it real with us too now, girl. Do you have problems with accountability or had problems with accountability at some point in your relationships? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think everybody has. And that's something that you learn, you know, as you get older. A lot of times you, you try to blame shift and put everything on yeah. the other person because you don't want to take accountability. And yeah. instead of listening to, you know, what they're telling you at the moment, you try to spin it and say, well, I'm not doing that because you're not doing this. I think that's something, again, that's learned. And that's something that you need to sit with yourself and be like, all right, if he's telling me that this is what he needs from me, then I need to accept it. I need to listen. I need to accept it. And then I need to, we need to come up with a solution moving forward. So, yeah, mm-hmm. of course, it's something that, that I definitely dealt with before. But I feel like as somebody that's now ready for a certain kind of relationship, right. I know how to take accountability myself and i feel like a lot of people they're not ready for that they just get into from relationship to relationship and they don't change themselves before they go into the next yeah. relationship well no. said that's true jen that's you want to touch on that accountability because you look like i mean nigga that don't even hold you accountable. come on now don't do that of <laughs> course right, let him roam free all day long mm-hmm. grazing <laughs> this shit 
Yeah, I do. I do like a wild stallion. At the end of the day, I think women use it as a as a weapon because it's a power shift. It's a way to hold yeah. some power in the relationship. And and I think this this goes back to the beginning of time when the man held a majority of the power as the provider protector, and there was a number of tools that women had to do, had to use makeshift tools to 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 hold some form of power to have a foothold in the relationship so that she could be equal in in some way, shape, or form. So in a way, I don't blame women. I kind of understand it. You tripped. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm saying emotional. I say it's it is it is. I'm saying I understand it. Just because I understand it, don't mean I believe it's acceptable. But it's not healthy in any way, shape, or form in the relationship because it makes a man feel like you don't got zero self awareness. Like his shit is falling on deaf ears, and you know if anything is ignored too long, you put any flower in the shade, it'll decay. You know, so at the end of the day, I feel like it does fuck with a relationship hard. We, we talked about this on the last podcast. You have to check your woman. And a lot of men don't know how to and or are afraid of checking their women. But the only reason I say let's preface this checking because I feel like there's a negative connotation that comes with checking. So I posted that clip from our last podcast about Will Smith and Jada as the case study around, um, you know, put some respect on my name. I feel like a lot of women had an issue generally with the word checked, right? And That's D, because they haven't been checked. And D, and because D they framed been it checked. up really, really well in the segment as well, where he was just like, listen, before you get all huffy and puffy, it, it means this. So I feel like women don't like the connotation. If we said it in a way where no. you want to be held accountable... No. That's really what no, it is. No, don't adjust, don't adjust the wordplay. You see, that's the problem, dog. That's that's literally the issue. Say it how it is, and make them respect it. Women have no problem enforcing their boundaries, enforcing their expectations. You're not gonna get the pussy in this. This this is you can't touch me here. Yada yada yada. And I don't give two shits if you don't like that. I use the word check. What's what's wrong with the word check? Now you sensitive to words. You need to put a woman in her place. And, and I just want to say this as well. Men need to be put in a place. It's not one-sided. There are going to be times where we overstep, we mishandle something, and you, our woman, has to say, hey, listen, to you, it's, that's not going, it's not going down that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, sure. I, that's happened to me. Place. So I think <laughs> those type of assessments, that's constructive criticism, within that, that needs to go both ways. And, and the moment you leave a woman unchecked, and, and, and I'll probably say the same for a man, you're creating issues because you're you're almost promoting their bad behavior, and, and I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Change this. I'm not softening the tone on that. I feel like when you say the word check to me, is yeah. as soon as you see it, you're gonna tell me about it right then and there. You're not gonna wait yeah. a month now after I did it four or five times. Like you're gonna tell it's me right there, and you're gonna tell me, look, we're not doing this right now. Da da da, whatever, whatever. And I feel like to me, when a guy does that. I mean, I like Turns that. you on. I saw you right there. <laughs> Listen, I saw it in your eyes. I saw the tingle in your eyes and your pussy, girl. <laughs> you saw it then too. Like, oh, yeah. You, Listen, oh, I'm sorry. Daddy. Like, you do it respectfully. Yeah, exactly. You do it respectfully. You're not calling me out of my name. We're not screaming and yelling. Like, exactly. You do it. Exactly. You tell me straight up. And it's so, like, let me tell you the best. What you want? You want some rice right now? Like, best? you want some rice and beans right now? I'm trying to tell you. So no, the best last. way to check a woman, <laughs> the best way to check a woman is quietly in her ear. So you can do it in front of her family, nigga, and if you do it the right way, <laughs> she should be trying to suck Wait. you off in the bathroom in ten minutes. I'm just like, keeping it real. Go. Yeah, me, me, 
Yeah, she got to make it up to you because she's been fucking up. No, so they want women want to be checked, dog. I'm telling you. Two things, and it's everything that everybody here says. So I have nothing to add other than this example I'm gonna give, right? First of all, being able to check a woman comes from a place of respect. If you are old, do nothing, good for nothing ass nigga, you don't get to check her. You're, you're, mm-hmm. Say it with your chest, boy. Shut yeah. the fuck up and, and get whatever you're being given, right? But if you know you are a man that is providing the things to this woman that she requires from you, right? And that differs from woman to woman, mm-hmm. right? So every nigga's not giving the same thing. But for the woman you are checking, you are giving her what she needs from you. You are providing that. So I've been in situations where someone's getting a little boisterous or somebody's complaining and I go just like this. I'm like, hey, real quietly. I'm like, hey. I'm not, not doing that. that. You're not doing that right now. Easy. And she, she looks in my the eyes. Line. I don't yell at her. I don't embarrass her. She looks in my eyes. She exactly. knows I'm serious. And she trusts my decision making. So it's like, okay, you got it. And that's it. There's <laughs> she no, trusts your decision making. No and she doesn't want you to leave. Yeah, she, and she doesn't want you to leave. I really believe that if we operate, and, and I want to say this for women more, right? Because I think the right man has a different mindset. Especially, I know all three of us do. But I want women to start acting from the perspective like this nigga could leave me tomorrow. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like a lot of a lot of women in relationships <laughs> have this false sense of security. Now we want you to be secure and want you to feel stable. So obviously he's providing that. But move as if he could leave you tomorrow. I think the level of comfort that's being established in relationships is ruining relationships. The things you do when you operate from freer, you get it done. I, mean, I don't know if I like maybe the, I'm wording the it wrong. Maybe I'm yeah. wording it wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna I, tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something I learned from a boss of mine some time ago, and I just shared this with some with somebody. Actually, an individual. I'm from DC, right? So I'm very cynical. Like when I first came to Florida, when people are talking to me, I'm like, I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? Like you want, like what you want from me, right? Because in yeah. DC, ain't no free chit chat. Like somebody's gaming or positioning for something. So she told me she was like, "Yo, assume positive intent, mm-hmm. right?" Which is, I think, the opposite of what Jeezy's saying, but. But I think it accomplishes the same goal. Assume that as your man or as your woman, when I am saying or doing things to you or for you, that I'm operating from a position that I think this is going to be good for you and or and or good for us. And if I'm wrong, I will accept the accountability for being wrong in my decision making. But it's never from a place of malice or ill intent. You know what I mean? And I think I think if people operate from that perspective versus this motherfucker being disrespectful or trying to screw me over, I think a lot of confrontations and arguments will be will be avoided or mitigated at least, you know? I agree. I, I could have worded that better, but I, I definitely... And I picked up what you was putting down, which is what I... Which is, is yeah, the same I appreciate you. Well. I pre- yeah, because fear I is... A bit I, more know, I, I feel like women nowadays yeah. operate from the opposite, so it's like, I can leave him tomorrow. Like, he don't... I don't have to be yeah. here. That's so what that's, it is. That's, that's his you, you though, Joe, because a lot of these chicks are hanging. You so fine, you right, okay? You lost you your car. Reject it. You can leave. Your nigga can't run that 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 way with you. Hey, no, no, who you can pull this off with, like, fellas? You, know you be a single like tomorrow, buddy. Should be, everybody should be confident enough in themselves to know that yeah. I can leave tomorrow. Like, that's the man and the woman. So yes. it's like, are we going to do this yeah. or not? Because we don't have that's, to do this. That's exactly right. what I feel like. And I completely agree with you, Flojo. I think when you know your value and you 100% in that, you exude that, people pick up on that shit instantaneously. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. listen, he ain't afraid to lose me. He has his options. He will survive. So there's no dependency. Let me just act right. I want to keep him. So let me do the things that yeah. you know that he, he's asking me to do if I really want to be here. 
and vice versa. I mean, if you if you have a high value yeah. woman, she's going to feel the same. I agree with that, but like, let's just keep it real because like we like to keep it real for our listeners. You and Flojo, Jen, y'all are very idealistic people, and I get I, I enjoy it because I need that type of energy in my life. <laughs> but we don't. Yeah. But but we not going to act like everybody's the same. And I'm not talking no, no, about no. Just how pretty somebody yeah. is. I'm talking about what they have going from them for them. No. All these really. things. So in a relationship, some men and women a hundred dollar bills. <clears throat> Some of them two dollar bills and everything in between. They don't so make those no more, Dad. Just, no just, more. just to blow it up, just to blow up what you're saying. Though. <laughs> they don't make. You show your to, age right now. My mama got a job to fill up. My mama got a job. Just to blow it up a little bit, and I'm gonna ask Flojo this question. Give well. him his presents. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Flojo this question real quick. Flojo, you ever met a man that first and foremost, from from just general appearances, looks. I don't know, in the face, whatever the case may be, is not an attractive man. But somehow he's able to hold a gaggle of women. He never had an issue in regards to how he moved, which way he moved. He exuded something that attracted a certain type of energy towards him. He asked you if you ever dated an ugly nigga. No, I'm not. I never asked that shit. They tend to be the swaggiest niggas, too. I'm just keep That's it real. Oh, ugly nigga, you better be full of swag, nigga. I tell you that. Or funny. Or funny. That's, that's, that's big dick energy. <laughs> Back. Back. The, the answer is yes. And it's because of their confidence. Like, I, yeah. it's so many guys out here that are butt ugly. They ain't got no money. Yeah. They ain't got nothing. But exactly. That confidence. And on top of that, you funny and you can hold the conversation. Like, you, the vibe yeah. is just there. Like, that's just it. Like you just gotta be but confident. You, still, you gotta do that confidence. I don't care how you look, like or what you got. But you still have moments though when you catch that nigga from the uh, the corner of your eye. You're like, damn, <laughs> ugly. Yo, he's ugly. Like what? Like, God damn, that nigga ugly as fuck. Like, hey, babe, turn the lights off before you come back in. <laughs> ugly ass nigga. Turn the God, lights damn, down. Though. Ugly. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. This actually segues perfectly into what one of uh, something else that she said. Women have physical standards, too. Stop being mad if a man has them as well, especially if you don't fit them. You know, I I hear I know you have standards for a man, although based on this last story you just told me, I'm feeling those standards could be a little lower than I ideally believe. You know what I mean? So tighten up over there. But we all have physical standards. And what I found is that when you try to hold a woman, you know, or or, or say, hey, look, you're, you're, you're pretty, but you're not for me. And you try to po- you point out to her that although you're nice, you're not ideally what I want. She'll get in her feelings like she can't have standards. Well, I have female friends and I know how they talk and I know they'll talk. Oh, that nigga lost his hair. Oh, that nigga dick too short. Oh, that nigga not in shape. Yada, 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 yada. And they go down. They have these physical standards for men that they adhere to. And it's all as well. But the moment a nigga say, no, nah, I like a girl with a flat stomach. He's the fucking devil. You big mm-hmm. belly bitch. The first thing females look at is how tall a guy is. Like if he's too short that I can't date him or, you know, whatever the case is, but definitely. How tall are you, Flo? How tall do I look? Because everybody says I look at a, you look a different Well, you're, you're sitting down. You say about five, six. I think D got it right. Five, 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 six. I'm five, four. Dang. Oh yeah, I just heels. Wear heels you've been lying. Time. Heels, yeah, heels. Yeah. I wear heels all the time. But that, and though no, y'all know scent, and and she got to be like five two, but she got to talk to a nigga that's six foot. And if a nigga's five eight, he's too short. Are you are you kidding me? 
five yeah. eight towers you. You can put heels on and still look up to this nigga. But mm-hmm. she will not date a man under six. How many men has she missed exactly. out Exactly. Nigga, she's single right now, nigga. For sure. Like, that's the first thing that I thought of was a guy's height. And I think that a lot of people miss mm-hmm. out on good people. And then once you get to that age where you're like, all right, well, let me start lowering my standards. Now it's too late. Damn. Yeah. I that five, four nigga got a wife. It's the mentality of it. So she said yeah. lower my standards. We talk about that, but we never heard it verbalized. By an attractive admit it. No woman has ever admitted it. You're right. They it's always true. try. No, no, I'm not. I'm just going to hold true. But and, and we totally agree. We've been saying it for a long time. You you reach a certain age and you have to start taking shit off that list, girl. There's no way that list can stay that long at 38. Exactly. You, right. you, you're 43, nigga, and your list still long. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I de- especially yeah. if you're single. Like, I definitely agree on that. Like, that's and it's as you get older. Also, it's all about, like I said. It's all about mindset. Like you don't care how the guy looks because most guys that are that look a certain way or most females that look a certain way, they have this type of mentality. And I'm not with that no more. Like yeah, I rather yeah. go yeah. to a guy that's maybe, you know, not he don't look that great or a girl don't just look say that it great. Ugly girl, just say it ugly. Okay. <laughs> no, but Jeezy, what she's saying is this, right? So we we talk, and I know we talk in generalities because it makes the conversation flow, but everything we talk yeah. about, it has scales to it, right? There are people right. who are who are horribly unattractive and uneasy on the eye. And there are people yeah. who can have the shittiest personality and you can't stop staring at them because they're so fucking beautiful, yeah. right? And everything yeah. in between, between, right? So Flojo, <clears throat> I mean, Flojo's a beautiful woman, right? So let's say the type of men that she could typically attract and get attention from yeah. is yeah. higher end of that scale. That right. motherfucker gets the attention of everyone else. And because of, of that, everyone. Flojo, I get it. he has a certain mentality the vast majority of the time. There's some down to earth people at that level, but the vast majority think very highly of themselves. But if you go down from that nine or 10 to that seven and a half area where there's still some attractiveness there, but everybody's trying to go after them, I think that matters. Guys, like they have a certain sense of entitlement when they're like, I can get whatever girl I want, so I don't have to When they're good looking. Yes. And, And I hate that they have that mindset because you don't have to have that mindset to get what you want, right? You can be good looking and still treat someone with respect. She'll be chivalrous. And, and things you of that nature. Humble, and, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, Where he and, and at, not though? be anything. Where he at, though? I mean, we over here. Take a flight to Orlando, girl. Take a flight to Orlando. I'll see you soon. Let me know when you land. You know what I'm saying? But I agree with you, Des, as well, as far as the scale. But to ask someone to lower their standards when you wouldn't want to lower yours, I, mm-hmm. I think it's just dead wrong. And uh, yeah. I, I do think you should date within your region. If you're a six, you should look for a five to a seven. Don't don't go day to eight. You'll be nervous every day with an eight if you're a six. You know what I'm saying? And no, I'm just keeping it real. And, and, and it's a little different, right? If I'm a man and I was a, a a five or a six, I can't imagine dating an eight or a nine and not being. I don't know if I'd be nervous or if I'd work extremely hard to make sure I keep her. Like I don't know. It just seems the imbalance will cause a lot of issues. Now that you say that, you have to date somebody that's confident. So, like I said, if it's somebody that's a six. And they're super confident. They have the energy that I need. Like that's what I'm gonna go yeah. for. You have to. You just have to be confident enough, and you yeah. can't put that insecurity on me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That spoke to me just then. That spoke. It to did. Me. It did. I, I almost said something nasty, but I'm trying to be a, dev- a better man. Uh, all right. Away. So the they next one, I, I, shocking, right? I know, right? <laughs> Damn, I hate you, Des. I thought we was better than this, but men aren't mind readers. We mm. hate hints. I, man, I tell you, hint at that shit if you want to. 
I, I probably spoke to Spliff, nigga. I don't hear that hint, nigga. Speak to me directly. Speak bluntly. Please. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of women are indirect, and they 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 hope that men pick up on context clues, and that throws little wrenches in the relationship because we're basically asked to take a test that we're unaware we're even taking. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that, Flo Joe? I mean, are you communicating I- clearly, or are you out here, you that- know? I'm all about communicating clearly. Like, I'm going to tell you one time, I'm going to tell you twice, and after the third time, it's like, it's a wrap. So with me, like, <laughs> I like to be front with things. If I don't like something, I'm going to check you right then and there. Like, that's my energy. But again, like I said, I'll do it respectfully. Everybody has to do it respectfully. I'm very direct. I don't know if it's from because I'm an Aries woman. Like, I don't know what yeah. it is. I'm direct. Oh, shout out to the Aries. Girl, that's why I fuck with you. I knew you were an Aries. That's fire, <laughs> girl. Come with it. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up. If I don't like something, if you're doing something that I don't like, I'm going to t- tell you that. And I don't like... Do you find that men do that? Yeah. Oh, they got the bitch in them, FYI. I'd stay away from those. You got to know your communication style because I think how direct a person is has to do a lot with their their upbringing, right? Their background. It has to do with where you were raised, right? It has to do with the environment you grew up in, right? The point is, I think growing up in Miami, growing up in New York, growing up in D.C., you're growing up in areas. If you come out on some weak shit, you're not direct. You're going to get played. Yeah. You're going to get scammed. You're going to get got. So it's no, it's not a mistake that we got three major cities here that we all come this way, right? If you're from Madison, Wisconsin, you might be a little bit different. You know what I mean? So <laughs> With race as well. Actually, I didn't think that before I talked to a girl a few weeks ago and uh, she was telling me the reason she doesn't date white men because she's white is because she said many white men the most the ones she's encountered lack the aggression and the masculine energy that uh black men possess and we seem to possess that more naturally so i I think you could be speaking i can't imagine an asian the energy that you're looking for you know he may be more soft-spoken can i separate myself from this this is not the opinion of bunch of the boys this is solely the opinion of one (laughs) dz dog because no no and that's not even my opinion it was more what she said to me as far as her perspective, I'm not, you know what I mean? I, I don't view it in that way. I'm just saying that that's the way she viewed it, and that's why she dates black men and not white men. So I can't speak for racism. Just definitely think that certain cultures predominantly, or, or there's a there's a vein within that culture of directness and in the communication style, right? I think a lot of minority backgrounds, depending on where you're from, right? But I don't necessarily know that that's a race thing. Like, listen, I know some Italians from New York who are direct as fuck. They're loud. They're fucking aggressive. They'll fight. You know, I know like, like that's just, that's just what, that's yeah. just what it is. And I did listen, we're going to keep it real. Right. Cause I'm all about black folks. Yo, I know some soft, slimy, greasy, non-communicating ass niggas dog underhanded backstabbing. Right. Because, and I've met some aggressive ass Spanish folks and then I've met Spanish folks too. So I don't want to, I know I get mired in the middle and the ranges and all that. Listen, I think black folks are really, really direct in our communication style. When Spanish people, I think it depends where you're from, right? If you get the Spanish folks like Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, I think it's a little different than motherfuckers from like Peru, right? They're not all a yeah. monolith. So I think the Caribbean Spanish mm-hmm. folks are a little bit different. I agree with Des on the fact it's cultural because, and it's and it's learned behaviors going back to what they've seen. So if it's a matriarchal type family where you know you heard the mama expressing herself a little too much all the time, right? <laughs> You are going to mirror that behavior. And so you'll see that in like to what Des's point in some cultures versus other cultures. I think in in all honesty that some people may not always communicate 
the best. And, and going back to what Des says, I think it's the person that you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a man that overspeaks you uh, or you're fearful of them or you're fearful of losing that person or, or a number of other factors, there's going to be a likelihood that you may hint rather than speak directly and pray that that motherfucker gets it. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, you don't want to create any ripple in that relationship. You don't want to you don't want to fuck up the vibe. You don't want to do a number of things. Yeah. Hey, I wish it was as clear cut as, as as a motherfucker. But I think that to to Flojo's point, just communicate effectively. And if everyone can do that, yeah, then I mean, shit, the world would be a better place. Fuck a relationship. But it, <laughs> it, but it is what it is. And and we face this shit every day. Y'all heard it here, uh, listeners. Gent figured out how we can save the world. Okay, so we, <laughs> I'm out here. He, he, he on, on top of it. Yeah, on top of it. Okay, so this next one, near and dear to my heart. When in a committed relationship, sex. you should not withhold sex from your man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, when she said it, I was, was like, one was plus coming. one equals two still, right? I mean, one plus one equals two still. I mean, this, this, is, this is her stuff, guys. So look at me, bro. My point of the matter is so often. I agree. I never, I've never, ever, there's never been a time where I've withheld. I don't care how mad I am. I don't care what it is. First of all, to me, that's intimacy. I don't care how mad we are. Like that is a bond that we create and that can solve problems. Like, I don't care what y'all say. And we, you know, we we get it on after it. We're like, all right, baby, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it diffuses the anger that's been built up inside. So right. I would not, and I think that's very manipulative for you to for you to hold withhold that in it a is. relationship. So I definitely agree with that. Quick tip for a couple <laughs> arguing in a relationship: the moment you're having and it's getting heated, both of you get butt naked and keep keep the discussion going. Keep keep the discussion going. How'd it go? Did it work? I I assure you, I assure you, nigga. Whatever was really upsetting you, I'm not so sure it was as important as you thought it was. You can't effectively communicate when you do that. So it's like a bad thing. No, you're going to communicate directly and efficiently, Dad. Because I'm working for me. It's temporary in the moment, but you don't you don't really get to effectively communicate when you're doing that. You can, though. I'm not saying get naked and get close. I'm saying get naked, keep a distance, and keep the same discussion going. It's amazing how that will put things in perspective because all of a sudden now, why am I not as angry? Why is this not as uh, affecting me as much as I thought it was five minutes ago? It will really put things in perspective, and I think it will help. And, and I'll tell you this. If you end up having sex and not continuing the discussion, something says that discussion was already done. And we were just sitting here going around and around, back and forth, unproductively. So I, I'm certain that that shit worked. Go ahead. Respect. Word. Word. Pull the titty out. Save the save the relationship. Teta grande, teta grande. Save the world. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this one feeds right into uh, the next, the, the previous one. Don't put it on your man predominantly to initiate sex. Uh, women mess up with this all the time. They forget that men want to be desired. They 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 they, they forget that men love jump offs. When your man <laughs> cheated on you, when the, no seriously, take that cheating part. Right? When your man, when you see it, when you see a nigga and you're like, man, he he hitting that hole. Man, she jumped it off. He was he was too happy when she jumped it off. Be a jump yeah. off for your man. 
so often we get in these relationships and you, I can't, I, I am certain most couples don't have sex unless their man says something or makes the move. Women aren't initiating it nearly on the level that they should, especially not on the level that they do early in the relationship. In the beginning, you throw the pussy at a nigga. Now all of a sudden I can't see the draws. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And I've been on I both sides. Yeah. I because get of me, because I have a high sex drive, I initiate mm. all the time. So I, I definitely agree with that. And but the cheating part, I don't agree with because you can still be initiating and doing all these things and he still go cheat. So I don't agree with what you said yeah. there. But no, I no, and that's why I retracted that because I don't agree with that either. I don't I don't right. want that. Yeah. But yeah, that definitely all the freaking time. I don't care if you're tired, it's two o'clock in the morning. I, I don't know. I don't know about y'all fellas, but I've never run into a woman who's had a higher sex drive than me. You, Jen? Really? You, Des? Yeah, I've never run. I'm I'm insatiable. Yeah, it's easy, right, Des? That's what what you were trying to say, right? No, he's saying he knows that I have, is what he's saying. Oh, you have? Okay. You disagree, Jesus? You have one like that? No, I have. I don't know which one he's talking about. I've I've, I've actually had a couple like that. Um, But. I think a lot of it was. But your sex yeah. drive isn't super high. No, no, it's 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 very very decent. Your intimacy think, drive is high, but not necessarily a sex drive. Which is that is that accurate? Yeah, I agree with that, Des. I agree with that. I don't know. High I feel like it just drive. it took me some it's time to, to match. Vagina. It took me some time to match her drive, you know, because at 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 some point I was like, God damn, this is a little too much. Bitch wanted two <laughs> times a day, seven days a week. Oh, I do remember who's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, I remember you and told me. Yeah, and, and it took me so, it took me some time to adjust to it to a point where yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. But let me tell you, there was a there was a four month window where I was like, I'm I'm about to sub someone in tag team WWE. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way that I was about to be able to keep this up. You know what I'm saying? I the job. You couldn't do it no more. You you call it for some help. God damn! You want to ruin the friendship, huh? When you have a high sex, like as a female, when you have a high sex drive and the man tells you no, like you feel some type of way. Like you're just yeah. like, like am I not oh, come good on, enough? Like, like what's happening? Yeah. That makes so, sense. So yeah. I would love to be in guy, A guy would love to feel appreciated. Well, can, can you so. give the ladies a I few know. tips, one or two, or maybe even just your go-to move when you want to initiate <laughs> sex? What do you do? Uh, that's a little private. I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> you can't get you can't give them your go to move and tell them how you jump. Well, can you can you give them any tips that maybe would work? Okay. Well, the well, next question then. Well, hey, that makes me like her answer even more. Okay. No, so, it makes me super curious. That like seriously. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm, what did she do to jump? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Like so this one. Like I don't. You know I. You just you just gotta you just gotta be on it. Like if you want it, there you go. Get on it. Jump on it, ladies. Make it. I told you. Jump you heard it from Flojo Joe first. Just like well, how we said well, before, what? don't throw hints. Don't throw hints. Make it known. Well, with with Jen and Dez, why don't y'all give us give the ladies a little tip how you would want the sex to be initiated? Throw out something for them, man. Come on, man. You know how we help them out, man. Listen. This this is gonna work on any man. I'm gonna give you something that's gonna work okay, on any man. Go ahead. Not any <laughs> I love it. Huh. He's sitting on the couch. He might yeah. be watching the game. He might be eating. Go in front of him. Stand there. Kind of part his legs. Drop straight down, right in front of him, and tell him, Rap. "I want to taste you." Ah, 
Yeah. And let me tell you, I first heard that I want to taste you a long time ago. And I, I remember honestly, who. I, I, yeah, you remember who. No, it fucked my mind up. Before then, I just thought it was suck my dick, give me head. I never knew the sweet intimacy of let me taste you. And let me tell you, those words, oh, my God. You want to take, oh, man, dog. You right, Dad. Yeah. That was it right there. That worked for anybody, any man. If that, if that doesn't work on your man, ladies, gotta work on the woman too. Man. He's yeah. somebody else's man. So yeah, uh, I Facts. agree with you. You got something for a gent? You got no. Mine is simple. Mine is simple. Mine is super simple. Yeah. Make her cupcakes. What? No, why gotta be all yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> Cook. Make make us an, a salmon dish, nigga, with some uh, yeah. roasted Brussels sprouts. That's you know that nigga there. Glass saffron rice. Saffron rice. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That or jasmine, coconut jasmine rice. You First know, off, you know I'm the, you know I'm the chef, so it would be me making that shit yeah. in the first place. But um, uh, yeah. but, but what I would say is it's simple. Number one, you know how I feel I, uh, about bodily fluids and shit like that. So I love a very clean woman, right? So you just come out the shower, bruh. Step into the doorway, leave the night light on, turn off the lights, let me see the silhouette, and then, and just tell me, are you ready? That's all I need. Like it's simple. It's simple. You don't need to do much. Sometimes I don't think you need to do as much because the less is more. Um, and 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 sometimes you just need to create the illusion and then just say, Hey, you ready? And I'm like, that yes. that sounds more like that sounds less of her initiating it and oh. more of her just letting you know the pussy is open for what you that, know. That's 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 initiation for me because to be honest with you, yeah. for men, we got to go, we gotta grab we gotta we gotta grab a titty in the middle of like why yeah. we gotta spoon first, grab a titty, start doing this grinding motion in yeah. the back, and you know, while while we're in the spooning thing, let you know that you know we knocking on the door saying we ready, you know, it's a whole lot of whole shit right there. I, and, I, I hate that dance in the bed. That that yeah, cuddle you know dance. That, you know bed. that back like, and forth shit. I don't. I don't I need. I don't want to go through all that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want yeah. the guessing game. I'm hey, rolling your quick, ass over. Go for, ahead. The, for the men listening, just a little easy go to move. It, I don't know if it still works because I stopped doing these young shit years ago. <laughs> um, but it worked when I was in college in my early twenties. Um, no, you got a good vibe with a girl. Like, this can't be a girl that you really don't have that vibe, but you got a vibe with her. Yeah. How you feeling, dog? Try to get that massage. Try to let her mm. tell you that she will let you give her a massage. And you, no matter what she says yeah. about it being sexual, you say, look, no, I'm just going to give you a massage. We're not worried about all that. I want you to release your da, da, da. Just play all that sex shit down. Because when it starts feeling good, what you say is, hey, I can't get you like I need to get you with the sweater yeah. on, the shirt on. Take your shirt off. And then you do that for five, 10 minutes. And like, you're just bra strapping away. Do you want a massage? Do you want a massage? Have a conversations over coffee and brunch.
Yeah, Jeezy, we were really happy to have uh, this particular guest at the table. And uh, her name is Flojo. And we're not talking about, she's a runner, she's a track star, Flojo. We're talking about actress, model, writer, creative director. We're talking about a woman that wears a whole bunch of hats. She's also the creative mind behind her own company called Flowductions. That's a smooth name. Uh, and what I really enjoyed about getting her on is her passion, passion to tell stories. And you know we love a good story. So she's a skillful writer, and um, I'm really impressed on what she's doing right now. And so uh, great to have her on. But if I was able to ask a question to kind of start this off before we dive into our topic, Flojo, what specifically sets you apart from other either actresses or other creative directors? 